Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. Risa Tysinger is back with us today to talk about, um, here's our fun title, fall slash harvest slash Thanksgiving themed rose romances. <laughs> We're throwing it all in there. Um, thanks for joining us again, Teresa. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. What is it about fall slash 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 themed romances <laughs> that had you excited to come talk with us today? Uh, well, I think it's everything that has to do with fall that might end up in a book. I mean, it's, it's that simple for me. It's my absolute favorite season. Um, I love the coziness and the traditions and the weather. Um, and I'm just sort of a sucker for, I, I think there's a, I mean, there's always opportunity for romance, but there seems to be extra opportunity for, at least in my mind for with, when some of those sort of typical fall cozy kind of things pop up. So that's yeah. what I love. Especially because it's starting to get cool. So you need to snuggle under a blanket. Possibly. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So oh, our topic is super broad. Um, how, how broad, how broad are we going? Um, if the book spans an entire year or more and happens to mention Thanksgiving in one scene, does that count? Or do we, do we want something more focused and drilled in? Um, or, or does it not matter because any mention of fall is always worth mentioning? <laughs> what do you think, Valerie? Um, I think that it needs to be at least focused on the fall or autumn season. Um, but it was pretty tricky looking for Thanksgiving themed books, which was what I was really yeah. trying to do at first. Um, they just seem to be a prelude to Christmas romances, pretty much. So, I was really, I was really disappointed. Noral, do you have limits that you want to uh, put on anything? Well, it's just all very confusing because um, <laughs> fall is called autumn and it happens from March to May in Australia. We don't celebrate oh. Thanksgiving and Christmas is harsh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, anything that you put it, yeah. So for me, it's it's all very confusing. But I would say I do, I'm always fascinated by Thanksgiving food. So um, years ago when my kids were younger, we had an American friend who um, whose husband was in Australia because he worked in the military. And she actually, we actually put on a Thanksgiving lunch and we did this for a couple of years while she was here and that just intrigued me all the different foods so um if what I would probably say in terms of Thanksgiving themed things is I'm looking for food to learn mm. about that's exotic from my perspective <laughs> yeah so there has to be has to be some kind of family or some kind of Thanksgiving meal for it to, to tick that box and I love fall like I any, I love the crunching autumn leaves and all that kind of stuff so I think it's a lovely time of year it's my favorite season as well so I'll books that are set during fall are just fun. Excellent. Teresa? Uh, I'm kind of with Valerie. Um, I had a hard time finding books that <laughs> specifically, um, you know, mentioned at least Thanksgiving as I think of it. And um, so for me, it's, it, I, I, when I hear fall books, I tend to definitely think of sort of that traditional fall, um, you know, focus 
what we think about here in the state, sort of what that season sort of epitomizes in people's minds. Fringe and pumpkins. Right. <laughs> Fest, like festivals and all that kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that, that's part of what I was going for. Like, I think, okay, when, when we talk about a Christmas romance, we know that we're talking about snow. We, we know we're talking about sleigh bells ring and we have all the, you know, the Christmas cookies and hot chocolate and all that. So when you're looking at a, a Thanksgiving themed book, you'd be looking for the apple cider and the pumpkins and the turkey dinner, um, which in North America, we can have that for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And we've right. already had Thanksgiving in Canada. So there you go. <laughs> the turkey was good, everybody. And being together with family. So it's it's like there are certain things, themes of food uh, motifs, maybe is what I'm trying to say, that, that seem associated with fall and Thanksgiving that are slightly different than the ones for Christmas. Yet, they all land in the same book a lot of times. They do. And Narelle's like, I think of fall and I think of the beach. And, <laughs> and <laughs> Christmas, I guess Christmas yes. is the beach, the beach and ice cream. <laughs> I'm just confused. So that's okay. Yeah. You'll just have to indulge my confusion with the topic. Pardon, pardon <laughs> us Northern Hemisphere centric people up here. Right. Please use our, our hemisphere bias. <laughs> um, all right. So I think we probably can just dive in and talk books. Um, so Teresa, you want to, you want to go first? Uh, yeah. Um, one of my favorite, um, I actually did a post not long ago on Inspi Romance um, about fall themed books. And so I have um, sort of some that are already fresh on my mind from having put that together. Um, one of my absolute favorites is A Twist of Faith by Pepper Basham. Mm -hmm. um, it's that she was, I mean, I've been reading her for years, but that one in particular just really struck a chord with me. Um, it, her, most of her books take place in the mountains of North Carolina. And so, which is my personal niche and where I absolutely you know, love fall time in the mountains. And she, um, that's where the book takes place. And um, it's, you know, a, the, the premise is not necessarily um, dependent upon the fall season, <laughs> um, but you've got um, a, a speech pathologist as our heroine who um, uh, ends up working with um, the hero in some interesting ways. And um, anyway, but, but fall creeps in and just the right you know, it's, it's sort of just enough fall to kind of, you know, you hear the crunching leaves and the colors changing and the, you know, um, the, the weather shifting and you just, she does such a wonderful job of sort of just painting that picture. Um, right. so I would highly, highly recommend that one. That's a good one. I enjoyed, I, that might be the first Pepper Basham book I read. Um, oh, it's a good I one was, to start with. Yeah, I was hooked. It's such a good one. It's sort of a, it's almost a take on Pygmalion yes, slash absolutely. My Fair Lady in reverse slash, you know, right. it's that, which is fun. I love that story too. Yes. So that made it even more fun. I noticed it was funny to me that you didn't name the, the, the mountains. You're not going to take a, take a chance on Appalachia. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, no. Yeah. 
And, and Pepper is so funny about, she often um, will talk on social media, um, schooling people about <laughs> Appalachia, Appalachian, um, you know, so I did not, I, I'm not from the mountains, but I went to college up there. And so um, that is definitely something that you learn early on when you move to the area, for sure. Because until her, I'd always just seen the word and gave it a shh sound, yeah. Appalachian would have been right. how I would have said it, but what do I know? I'm not from around there. You're not, <laughs> You're not. And, the, and the shh just gave you away. Carol, <laughs> <laughs> what's your first book? Um, well, my first book, I've been um, rereading some favorite novellas recently. And so it's um, Valerie Comer's Riverbend series is actually based on seasons. So that came to mind straight away. So um, the one I'm talking about is Team Bride, which is the one set during fall. And this has a fall festival in the book. So it, it ticks that box as well. And it's a best man bridesmaid story. So the hero and heroine are paired up in the wedding and he's really interested in her and she's really not interested in him from the beginning and it's a really fun story so um I just I'm, I always find festivals fascinating I think it's Americans it's like there's a festival every weekend maybe that's just my imagination it seems like there's always festivals and small towns are always doing things and I find that all very intriguing because we don't have so much of that happening in Australia the same way although we do have pumpkin festivals and different things as well Yes, but that was my first choice as Team Bride. So if you haven't read the Riverbend series, go read them because they're really fun um, novellas that don't take long to read, but just a lovely escape. I'm sure glad you enjoyed it. That was on my list too. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, Valerie, what's your first? Um, my first is It Will Be Forever by Jennifer Rodewald. Did I say her name right, Rodewald? That's how I say it. Okay, okay. Well, that's, that's how I say it too. <laughs> Um, and it starts out with Dree Rustin, who um, is in college. She left her home in Nebraska behind and went to Texas for college to get away from her toxic older brother and his best friend. And so now she's been invited, specifically invited home for Thanksgiving. And she drags her best friend along saying, protect me from this guy. And she's like, why would you need protecting from this guy, right? Um, Tom, the older brother's best friend. So it's, it's a story that, you know, depends a lot on, on their relationship back in, in high school, but um, it has some, some fun stuff to it. And so while it starts out over the whole Thanksgiving thing, it it stretches out much beyond that. But you'll be glad to know, Narelle, there is a turkey dinner in it. <laughs> Excellent. Qualifies. <laughs> Excellent. So my first was an informal date by Heather Gray. Um, and this is Kimmy is a barista in the hospital coffee kiosk because her brother owns a series of coffee kiosks and coffee trucks around the city. So she's working for him while she studies to be an art therapy, art therapist, art therapist. And um, there is as, um, I think it's Owen, is this incredibly brilliant doctor, research doctor who arrives at this specific time every day. He's very clearly on the spectrum, which I love. And he's just this yeah. fantastic hero. Cause it's like at 6.37 and a half AM yeah. every day or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
he knows he's coming. Yeah. Um, and, and any little change just like upsets his whole, they had to raise prices and she has noticed his quirks. So she lets him know with a lot of advance warning because he always brings exact change, you know, figuring in the tax and everything. She's like, prices are going to go up just so you know. Um, but they work together for a, um, to put together their church harvest festival. And so, um, you know, it's got all the fun of church committee <laughs> planning um, hijinks and um, figuring out, you know, how many pieces of candy each kid should should win if they win this thing and trying to get a Ferris wheel. It's just very fun watching as these two complete opposites um, work to bring out each other's strengths, um, which which is just really fun. Um, and so it's fun, but it's also heartwarming and it's just, it's beautiful. It's one of my favorites. I remember the beginning of that one very clearly, but I'd forgotten that there was a, a harvest festival. In <laughs> yeah. <the world. laughs> oh, all right. Teresa, do you have another one? I do. Um, I, uh, it seems like when I'm, I'm kind of thinking through titles, I, I can always rely on, um, my friend and, author whom I love her writing is Tony Shiloh. Mm -hmm. She's written something I feel like that goes with every topic <laughs> to some degree, you know, hits, hits a certain topic. And, um, I love her maple run series. And, um, so her book, um, buying love is, uh, the maple run book that's set in the fall time. And, um, I believe it's Virginia that the book is set in, yeah. which, um, in and of itself is, a great area for fall time leaves change weather changes that sort of thing um but uh nina is um looking to sort of move to that next phase of her life she's ready to get married um and kind of takes matters into her own hands and decides to place like an ad in the newspaper to kind of in, in you know see if anybody's willing to kind of help her out and there's more to it than that but um uh the um uh, Dwight is a um, small town family or a family restaurant owner who's kind of taken over um, and, and is, is interested in kind of keeping his dad's legacy going. Um, but there's uh, some money issues. And so he kind of decides to take this opportunity when he sees her ad. And it's just kind of how all of that works together. Um, and she sort of, of course, begins to fall for him. And so there's this sort of small town chef and there's a lot of, um, it's not necessarily related around Thanksgiving, but a lot of fall foods and produce and, you know, mm -hmm. that sort of stuff really kind of sneaks in here and there. So it's kind of just the perfect touch. That's a great, great series. I enjoyed mm -hmm. those as well. Yeah, I love it. I'm also discovering that you guys are way better at giving these you know, verbal synopsis of these books. So to the listeners out there who aren't quite sure by what I'm saying, please, I promise that, you know, check it out. And um, we've had a lot them. of practice, Teresa. Well, right. Yes. Yeah. We do. <laughs> You're so kind, but I've, I'm looking at my notes here and trying to, you know, review stuff, but you guys are so much better at it. So hopefully there's, I'm giving enough, um, enough of a little taste. You did great. Be great. All yeah. good. Narelle, what's your next one? 
Um, well, I think I'll go with, because um, I've been talking about food and Thanksgiving, Blizzard in the Bluegrass by Halle Bridgman. Mm-hmm. And Halle will often add recipes and different things to her books. So this one actually, some of the um, things that we eat in the store, you can actually make later. So I love those little touches um, because Thanksgiving food is so foreign to me. But um, Blizzard in, in the Bluegrass is actually a Thanksgiving leading into Christmas story. As we talked about before, often they, I've, I've noticed they do go hand in hand that Thanksgiving will come first and I won't go too much into the story detail because I have talked about it before but um, the main character is a single mom and she has a son with on the autism spectrum and the hero is just delightful he lives next door and it's just a really lovely sweet story that that I really enjoyed that was in a a multi-author box set wasn't it yes it was when snowflakes never cease is the name of the box set that it was in yeah Valerie my second one is Unexpected Family by Bill, not by Bill, <laughs> Bill by Jill Kemmerer. It's a secret uh, baby story from a divorced couple. His parting word, uh, Tom's parting words to Stephanie were, well, at least we didn't have any kids. Oops. So when she finds out that she's pregnant a few weeks later, um, she doesn't tell him. So it is a story that takes place in the fall. It does run over into Christmas, uh, but the Thanksgiving part is is fairly strong in there as well. And as she's allowing uh, him into their child's life, like little bit by little bit by little bit, and um, he invites the two of them to his family Thanksgiving and of course they'd been together they'd been married and divorced and so his family is very skeptical of letting her back in at all they want the child but they don't want the child's mother so it was it was pretty fun pretty well done and um, I enjoyed that one by Jill All right, so my second is A Sort of Southern Serenade by Krista Phillips. Um, I love her kind of, is it a kind of romance? She's got little parentheses around them. They're adorable. They're all shorter. This is a novella. And um, this is Kendra, who has moved back to the Nashville area and has hired a landscaper to handle her new home yard and stuff. And is she's talking to her sister and the windows are open because it's just that perfect beginning of fall where you're opening your windows and letting the air go through and cleanse your house of all the summer fusties. And um, so the landscaper truck pulls up and she makes sort of a snobby comment about, you know, not expecting landscapers to look so hot when they're, you know, these little menial, uneducated people, right? Turns out, <laughs> the company, and he just happens to be coming along with his one of his workers. But he, so he marches up, and he fires her as a customer. This is like the opening scene: is he's firing her as a customer. He writes her a check back for her deposit because he's like, I would never work for someone who would treat my people this way. My people work hard; um, they put up with a lot of crap. And I'm not like happy. this. Yeah, like this. <laughs> um, he's like, we don't need your business. Here's your check. So, and it it goes way, way downhill first before it can get any better. 
Um, but fall is, is definitely part of, um, because she's come home. And I think homecoming fits in well with those Thanksgiving and fall themes often. Um, and I just, it was just, it's Krista. So you're always going to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. You're always going to laugh. And then you're always going to maybe want to cry. Um, sometimes you can hold it off, but you know, she, she runs the spectrum of emotions really well with her stories. Yeah, she does. And for a third one, you have a third one, Teresa? Uh, yeah. Um, just clarifying, it's okay if I mention one of my own books. Unless you're going to mention Suddenly Forever because that's my third one. So you Oh, well, I you was. Okay. <laughs> okay. I won't, I won't do that then. I'll hold off. Um, then okay. I'm, I'm going to, okay. But I am going to take sort of another liberty and mention um, one that I've not read yet. Um, but it is... Um, Autumn by the Sea by Melissa Tag, uh, that has, um, uh, is, by the time this airs, will have come out, and um, I'm just absolutely, I mean, Melissa is so good at everything I've read of hers. Um, she's, she's very good at writing stories that are, the, the scenery and the imagery is so rich, mm-hmm. um, in whatever season that she's writing in. And um, so this is just one that I absolutely can't wait to read. Um, and there's a lot of fun talk and just the cover in and of itself. That um, cover really, beautiful. Isn't it gorgeous? It just really hits all of those fall color tones and you get that sense of um, the atmosphere sort of shifting the colors are shifting. You sort of get a feel that the water's getting colder, that the home is cozy, that's sitting on the little rocky cliff. Um, so uh, I can't wait to read that. Yeah. Cool. I, I, that cover, I've gone over to Amazon to look at that cover a couple times. I'm like, do I want to pre-order this? Maybe I do. Because <laughs> that it is, cover is a beautiful cover. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. I've had it pre-ordered since the like maybe minute that the pre-order was live. <laughs> Nice. So I nice. can't wait. Yeah. Cool. Narelle, what's yours? Um, well, with the Melissa book, I was looking at that one and I think it's a romantic mystery, which is yeah. something we've talked about before. There's some CCRs of the movie Orange the Mystery. So mm-hmm. I thought that was quite intriguing. Um, but my third one is also a book I've talked about before, um, My Beastly Billionaire by Jackie Castle. Mm-hmm. And in this book, he's... Um, I've got to remember the, the setup. So he's a reclusive billionaire. He was a former playboy who was in a motorcycle, motorbike accident and is scarred from that. So he's hiding away from the world. And the heroine, Elisa, is an interior designer and she's been got the contract to do some work in his um, manor house. And she gets stranded there at Thanksgiving. So it was a it was a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. And I really love that story. It's a very fun story. It's one I would go back to and reread. And it, as I said, it has the Thanksgiving elements in it as well, which I also liked. Fair. That's good. All right, Valerie, what you got? I have got a story by Elizabeth Madry called <laughs> Pathway to Peace. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, it's it's one that I read. Um, quite a while ago, so I don't remember all the details, uh, but it starts off just before Thanksgiving when Gavin's grandmother invites the, the grocery store clerk home for Thanksgiving dinner. And Gavin is um, not completely impressed with that. 
And um, so it kind of goes from there. It's one that then does go on to encompass the rest of the Christmas season and so forth. But the Thanksgiving dinner Norel is on the page. So, <laughs> so because it, it really focused there, it wasn't just like a slide by. Um, I thought that it was appropriate to mention for this purpose. And that was the one I couldn't remember the name of. I knew that <laughs> Beth had one. I had so to go thank hunt. You. I had yes. to go look it up. I did. Yeah. That one had like, I know it's there. Because, I know it's uh, there, but which one is it? Ah, that one. Because she's working retail during the Christmas season. So you've got you to gotta get Black Friday in there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. So my third is Suddenly Forever by Teresa Tysinger. And, um, it's really good. I just read this last week. Um, well, last week from when we were recording it, but, um, and it is so much fall. It's so much beautiful. There's a harvest festival, there's falling leaves, there's cold lake water. Um, there's, it's just beautiful. My only thing that I was (laughs) not prepared for is, um, it is so much, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful story of growing out of grief um, and moving on. But the grief is so thick at the beginning that if you have grief in your own life, <laughs> which I currently have an awful lot of, um, it's made like have tissues nearby and maybe warn your kids that you're reading an emotional book. So they're not like, mom, what's wrong? And it's like, it's it's the mom's crying because of the book. It's not you. <laughs> um, it's, it's a really fantastic story. Um, and just to see, I loved the older neighbor um, who sort of meddles in cute ways, but then also just watching, and I've totally forgotten all the character names and I didn't write them down. So um, sorry. <laughs> That's um, okay. Watching as the hero and heroine find each other and the heroine wrestles with her feelings of grief and feelings of, is she betraying her, her husband who has passed? And, um, the hero has feelings of regret and grief because his mother has passed and he wasn't the son that he wished that he could have been. Um, and then it just, it's, it's so beautiful. And then at the end, there's this whole third twist thrown in that I won't, spoil um that it's just like more go get a new tissue box (laughs) um but it's just it's really really beautiful and it tugs all your heartstrings so if you're like needing a cry but you can't figure out how to to you know sometimes you need to cry and you can't figure out how to let it go go read Teresa's book suddenly forever um, and it's, you'll just sob there on the couch while we, is it, is it better read. for that than chopping onions? You think? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because okay. it releases the emotions, not just the tears. <laughs> okay, good. Because, you know, approaching Thanksgiving, people might be making their, their dressing and chopping a lot of onions. So I was just checking to see, yeah. you know, which you would recommend more. This one for sure. All right. Good to know. Good Maybe, to know. I wonder if wearing like a snorkel mask would keep you from crying while you were reading, like it does. <laughs> when you're chopping onions probably not you just just go ahead and um give that a test and we'll talk about that i'll let you know i'll let you know it's um and it's got all the fall stuff it's again in the mountains of north carolina and um i feel like north carolina mountains are 
second only to like Northern New Mexico, Colorado mountains when it comes to fall. So yeah, really, really pretty. And now we're probably, we're probably good. Is there one that anybody feels they just absolutely have to squeeze in? Narelle, you know, I'm looking at you. No, okay. <laughs> Valerie? Oh, we're good. Teresa, I guess since I stole your third one, I'm leaving you out of asking, but did you have another one? No, just, no. No, okay. No, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. So Teresa, remind everyone where they can find you and your books. Uh, my website is TeresaTysinger.com. Um, and my books are available there. Um, they're linked, but they are also on Amazon. And um in October, I released a collection called Christmas in Mistletoe Square that also has some buy links on other providers. Uh, so check those out. They're all linked on my website. This book or do any of those collection stories have Thanksgiving? Are they all just Christmas? They are. They all take place within the month of December. So okay. it's after. Yeah. So it's okay. all leading up to Christmas. Not fall. Very specifically Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So square, you kind of figure, but yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Excellent. Well, thank you, Teresa, for joining us again today. We appreciate it. And um, thank you everyone for joining us at Story Chats. If you have comments on fall books that we missed, um, maybe some non-Northern Hemisphere-centric fall books, are there? I mean, they've got to be out there somewhere, maybe. Um, leave them as a comment on the YouTube channel or on our Story Chats Facebook page. And while you're over there on YouTube, if you are over there on YouTube, hit subscribe and don't forget the notification bell so you never miss an episode. You can find more information about this, the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. And we will see you next week. And in the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone.